Hi, Aaron. Welcome to season nine of Jeff's Podcast Academy. It's so great to have you here. And uh, guys, so as you all know, if you're listening to this, I'm actually restarting this after almost nine months. And uh, thanks so much, Aaron, for, you know, for being the first person in the season nine. So for the audience here, uh, please tell a little bit about yourself and how you started, you know, in this podcasting space and everything. Okay, awesome. Um, Jeff, it's great to be here. Also, I'm super proud that you're you're restarting. Um, so many people you know, send their podcast to the graveyard. It's done. It's finished. And then they, then they come back like two years later and they're like, yeah, my podcast never worked. So that's it. It's, it, it never died. You just keep it, you keep it going you keep it coming. That's uh, that's great. And it should be inspiration for anybody listening about podcasting that there's always time to get back on. You just start, um, start again and don't leave this. It's an asset. It's a huge part of your brand. It's a huge part of what you do. Um, and people should always, just keep it, keep it going. Even if you turn it to like a once a month cadence or something small, yeah. I'm always keep it. So super proud and super happy to be here uh, with you. So my name's Aaron and I've been on, uh, I've been podcasting um, on all sides of it, listening, obviously way too much listening. Um, <laughs> embarrassed to show all of my, my Spotify wrapped uh, numbers um how much i how much i listen and consume and i love the medium i love the conversations and i love the ability to express yourself and articulate through conversation and that's where i started my own podcast um where i was talking to my dad and we were just having like you know wisdom wisdom truth bombs being uh being planted and that was that was a lot of fun but then i realized i can do this at scale and i can help other people and I can help people produce their podcasts and really make their podcast serve as a arm to their company and to their business. And there's so many businesses out there doing amazing things and they get distilled into one, you know, Facebook ad or one paid ad. And here you have 45 minutes where you can literally position yourself as the leader and position yourself as the meaningful part of your business. Yeah. You can bring that out through the, through the podcast. So that's, uh, that's what brought me here today to, to this world of podcast production, podcast editing. Um, and it's a, it's a very creative business for me. I appreciate it a lot. Awesome. And you know, uh, one thing I just want to, uh, you know, add to that point is that when you mention you know, podcasts, you know, a lot of people would actually let that part die. And we saw this recent stat where on around you know eighty percentage of the podcast new episodes wasn't actually released and everything, and uh, you know just to my, I think I to a point a lot of people started the podcast in COVID and everything just to I don't know maybe just to see how the podcasting rolls, but I'm a firm believer of the uh, roots of starting something either let it be a business or a podcast because I started with the heartbreak <laughs> and I was so depressed in uh, you know college I was like okay. This is where I can find my entire passion. And so I jumped in. So I think, you know, people can find their own purpose in it. I mean, even along the way, not, you know, you don't have to find it at the start itself. That would be really great. So uh, do you have any roots, like, you know, something that triggered you to start the podcasting? Um, I just love, I love talking and I love listening, which is interesting too. And I, yeah. I, I love this, the human connection and, mm. um, that was the that was the root. I actually started about a year before, um, a year before COVID. So COVID was this like gold rush of podcasts. I was like, yeah, yeah. guys, I'm here. I've I've been here. This is uh, this is where you're supposed to be. And I'm and I've also outlasted it. And I'm here after it as well. So, but it is an interesting phenomenon that you bring up this 
this like gold rush to the, of, uh, of podcasts that happened. And then this massive dip in the, in the episode, in the podcasts um, being created afterwards. Yeah. I think I we feel, could, I, I think yeah. we could just talk about that right now. You can take this part out, but I think that that's, yeah. it's also fascinating like this to discuss that dip. If we discuss the dip now, um, of of new podcasts created after after covid i think it's i think it's it's strategy i think people didn't start and that's that was that's my answer to that is that hmm. i don't think that we were strategic enough and podcasts were being strategic it was sort of like let's start it and see where it goes which is never a great long term plan um yeah. and and those seeds sort of like you know the root i guess you call it it sort of just fizzled out and then People got jobs and people are working and it's hard to keep it up, as you know. So um, I think that now we're seeing a lot of podcasts starting strategically with, you know, 50 episodes in mind. How am I going to get there? What are my topics? How can I book 50 people? They're thinking more strategically about it. That's true, actually, because when I started, I actually started this podcast like, you know, four years ago, uh, around 2017 or something. And back then I had a really, really bad phone, which would obviously would, I think burst if I were even talk to 10 minutes more in that phone. So I was starting with that. But right now, you know, I have like two, I think three podcasts. Uh, one of them is about marketing in Web3 and everything. Other is this just Podcast Academy. Other is one uh, Tamil podcast, which is my native language. So I made sure that I had a proper guest list, you know, sheet. I had a proper repurposing plan. <laughs> everything is set. I mean, that four years really came in handy. <laughs> it took some time. But, you know, that really came in handy. And, uh, you know, as you mentioned, strategically, do you have any pointers for those people who want to start? Like, I think, you know, now this dip would definitely be interesting for some people. They'd be like, okay, everyone stopped, stopped doing it. Now it's time that we should start. Some people may be thinking that. Do you have any strategies on that? Yeah, I think we're seeing, um, I think it's important when you create your strategy is like what you're saying is, are you going to have guests? Are you going to do it solo? Um, but I think something that we're really seeing is, Who's your listener? Who are you mm -hmm. trying to get? And where we've seen a lot of big success in podcasting in general in the industry. We see it with these huge podcasts um, that don't really have an ideal client. You know, mm -hmm. they're just say, talking about everything for everyone. And so we try to create those too. I think that that's a huge part of the strategy is figuring out who your ideal customer is. And, and this is just marketing. You know, mm -hmm. you you know this from marketing as well. It's just figuring out who am I trying to get? Who am I trying to talk to? And how do I create something that's going to have those people? Um, in terms of that, like a sub note on that is that I always like the um, Seth Godin. His sort of strategy is like pick 10 people mm -hmm. that could be like raging fans, just 10 people, put them in a room and like, how would you engage them? How would you talk to them? What would they want to hear from you? What would they want to take from you? Um, and it's, it simplifies the process because if you get 10, you can get 20, 30, 40, you can get the thousand. Um, but if you don't have those 10, those 10 people in mind, it's going to be very hard to create something of value each week. Yeah. Um, once you, once you also figure out who your podcast is for, so then questions like how long should my podcast be? How often should I be releasing? These are parts of strategy that get answered because again, if you're talking to somebody who wants quick bursts of, of, uh, of, of marketing tips, daily marketing tips, and don't make a 45 minute episode. Yeah. It's not going to be sustainable for you. And no one's going to listen because it's not what they want daily. Yeah. 
So your, your answers to these kinds of what's the right episode length, that'll be answered once you, once you figure out who you're, you're listening to. But I think the main, the main strategy I like to start with is who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. And it's also a mindset shift. Um, when you start thinking about your podcast that way is you don't need hundreds of thousands of listeners yeah. to get sponsorships. I've had episodes with uh, under 200 listens per episode that have gotten sponsored by big tech, not, not huge tech companies, by, but, but by niche tech companies, by tech mm-hmm. companies that are, you know, also trying to get to that, to that niche of, uh, of customer. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And, you know, uh, I guess people are tempted sometimes, right, to, to make sure that your podcast should be for everyone. Because I still remember one time I was, um, you know, I started releasing this thing called bonus episodes. So basically what they did was, uh, <laughs> this is kind of a strategy I did. So I know there's like a lot of fashion models out there who has like tons of following, but there is no, I don't think accurate podcast relating to fashion models, someone who interviews them, not a podcast, at least there'll be video interviews, there'll be YouTube videos, everything there, but not a podcast. So what I did was I reached out to uh, this person. I think it was way back in 2018 or something. Uh, interestingly, she actually listened to my podcast previously. So I was, you know, so glad. So she came onto my show and that was the first time in my first like 20 or something episodes I got 100 listens. So I was like, okay, <laughs> this is really interesting. So I just took that section and I said, uh, I'm going to release bonus episodes. It will be like way different people. So it will be just, uh, you know, fashion models. Though it's not good to some extent because my main motto was to bring in people who want to start a podcast. Still, you know, <laughs> it's like the listens are coming from fashion models. So yeah, I just wanted to experiment in that. But then I was in, okay. But I think it's an eye opener because imagine you can pivot like a separate podcast using that and you can grow your audience and everything accordingly that. So yeah, that's my temptation, I think. Yeah. But it's also, it's important because even though you could be, you have to be strategic and you have to be focused. Yeah. I think your feed is also this place where you can, um, it is scrappy podcasts. Even the biggest podcasts out there are scrappy. That's the idea. It's supposed to be like a testing ground. It's supposed to be a place where you can experiment. So there's this like, there's this, line of how much experiment is like too random no one's going to listen and how much is is just like a little nugget or something a little bit off if you make like a topic map it's just a tiny bit off on what you're usually talking about that people are still interested enough but um and it doesn't it doesn't throw them off but it's also like a new expression for for you the host so it's 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 hard it's a hard balance to find but it's yours the feed is yours and you can do as you wish with it yeah. And, you know, uh, we talked about the solo podcasting. And to be honest, I wanted to have this. Um, so some news kind of a podcast. I'm really this a big fan of pod news. And I don't even know how that guy does this. I actually have his email. I haven't reached out to him. I was like having the finding the perfect moment. Okay, I can reach out to him and then, you know, get him on the show. But, you know, the solo episodes have been uh, not great for a lot of people. That's something for sure. I've heard a lot of people say that who, people will reach out to me. Uh, what are your thoughts on people who are, you know, wanting to start a solo podcast? Do you have any particular suggestions that they can grow? That's a, that's a great question. I think that it really depends on the person. I, I personally would not be able to do, I've sat down, I have files and files and files full of, of, uh, of audio of me just talking. And I, and I just don't think that it's engaging enough 
knowing how I speak on conversation for myself solo just doesn't work. So I think the person has to ask themselves like, why, why am I doing this? Is this something mm -hmm. that is actually going to be good? Or am I being forced to do this? There are some yeah. people who do solo episodes who are pretty bad at conversations and they, they don't know how to, they don't have the proper etiquette. Like you, you, you stop, you listen, you nod, you know, there, there's a lot of etiquette that goes into, um, into conversation, especially mm -hmm. here when you're doing it online and you're doing it over video, there's a lot, it takes talent and it's not easy. So, uh, it seems like the solo episodes are, are way easier, but is that really your superpower? Is that where you're good at? So I think first, uh, figuring out if this is something that, that you can sustain and something that is, is actually going to be good. Um, questions of you have to ask yourself for scripting or just going off the cuff. It's really not too bad to have a script. If you're going to do a solo episode, um, have it up on your screen and sort of read it. It's still, there's still energy there. It's not like, yeah. Oh, I'm just reading and doing a narrative. It's still, there's still a lot of energy and you get a lot of personality. So don't be afraid of scripting. Um, and, and also going off the script, but don't be afraid of scripting your stuff down that I've seen help a lot of people. And, um, one thing I've noticed that within, I'm sorry, if I'm going off on tangents here, I'm trying to keep it Keep it clear to answer your question, but for solo episodes, I've noticed as well that something that helps is um, make segments in your solo episode. Mm -hmm. So I know I'm getting super granular here, like how to structure your show, but I think that if you have news and then uh, you know pet peeves or things that you hate or things that you've noticed on LinkedIn or, or creators to follow, you can make sort of two or three segments within each show. And that might be more engaging as well for the listener to listen to, as opposed to just like, you know, 10 minutes of you rambling on. Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes more like a YouTube channel, I guess, because you know, some YouTube channels, you know, they do these random videos and I've seen them do uh, like different playlists. For example, I, I have, I'm following a YouTuber guy. He always does this video. Like if I laugh, the video ends. So that's a series name. And meme and answers. That's a series name. So I think, yeah, that segmenting is really great. Uh, a tip actually. That's a great point you bring up. I, I love this conversation as well between, um, taking ideas from YouTube videos because yeah. YouTube videos and, and podcasts are completely different and it's a com yeah. like a completely different beast, but we're still working with the same, I don't know, content strategies or content topics and, there is a lot you can learn, but to just, when people take YouTube audio and just throw it onto a podcast, then I'm like, it makes, that's a cringe, yeah. but there is something to learn from the way that they, uh, that they create, mm. create their content, the way they title things. And there's a lot, to, a lot to learn from YouTube. Exactly. I think that's where the radio was very popular back then, because when, when, when you think of it with the radio and, you know, there were a lot of cinematic things in the radio. Uh, because back in the time when I was listening, you know, uh, people talking about cricket matches and everything. Today, you can't speak in a podcast about that in a cricket match, right? Like, that'll be efforts. But, you know, technology has risen so much that you need visuals for that, for some people at least. But with previously the radio, they had all the power to use our imagination. And I think uh, the current podcasting space, uh, you know, whether it's uh, guest oriented or something, I think that's what is lacking. I, I, I think that's one thing for sure, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Also, radio. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, 
as we were talking about this, and I actually recently uh, posted this LinkedIn post. Uh, I think it was way back a month or so, and I got a pretty backlash for it. <laughs> but I need to ask you this: so, what would be the best genre for twenty twenty three? I mean, according to you. Uh, then after that, I tell you what happened to the backlash. <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear that. So I was I was thinking about that. Like, I, I don't I don't know what genre. Like, it's a good it's a good question. And the reason why I'm letting myself like play around and, and throw the question around in my head is because I don't know if podcasting is genre specific. I don't know if it has mm -hmm. to be, you know, is, is comedy popular? Yeah. Comedy is really yeah. popular, but is comedy from indie podcasters popular? I don't know. So yeah. if you're an indie podcaster or you're looking to build an audience or you're looking to build a, a community. So I, then I don't know if there's one genre. It's something that if you're looking at a podcast and saying, you know, let me, let me do this strategically and find a genre that's, that's hot and, and rising in the charts and then create a podcast around that. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be hard, but if you have a business. Um, so when I answered this question and I wrote it, I wrote to, to myself as my note, I wrote um, business podcast. I know it's not really a genre, but it, it is because I think commercial podcasting, uh, business podcasting, uh, revenue focused podcast, B2B podcasts, I would all put these sort of into the same um, the same category, depending on how you define each one. But I think that they're all in the same category in the sense where they're community driven. They're trying to create a community. So it doesn't really matter what they're talking about. You're talking about tech, you're talking about AI, you're talking about, um, you're talking about financial planning. None of it's not really genre specific. It's just, are you doing a good job? Are you asking good questions? Are you, are you engaging your community, your audience, your listeners and that's what's gonna. That's how you're gonna succeed. But I would love to hear more more specific about that. Uh, <laughs> your backlash, good good old LinkedIn backlash. That's the best. Yeah. Uh, that's the best passive aggressive backlash. Yeah. So I actually saw the stat in Pod News that best genre was actually a true crime podcast. Now I did some research on okay, what is it and what is not, and I was like, you know, it's all. I, it's just in my perspective, I've never actually indulged in any kind of true crime podcast myself. But me neither. Yeah, it's. But I've seen a lot of YouTube and everything, and I was like, okay, this is how it it would be. And based on my research, I found that getting the information might be really hard and everything. But uh, you know, based on the way you script a content, I think it will be worth it. Okay, it will be worth the listen, and it will be worth that people might be interested to listen. I think uh, there might be a lot of fake news. So if you provide crisp proper news then yeah it's possible so i posted it on my linkedin saying that um you know this is kind of my uh take that according to no, i didn't put according to pod news I, I should have done that i didn't put, i just said this is a genre that you want to start i just created a normal linkedin post and then literally five to six people first guy was hector so i actually want to invite him to my next show as well so he said you're I, i'm not i'm kind of paraphrasing saying, saying you're wrong it's not exactly uh, you know, that genre, it's very hard. It's too uh, tough to do and everything was there. And then Conceived Little Pipeville was putting that. I was like, okay, <laughs> this is a very good, you know, thing to, I think, unless otherwise you have some experience in it, you should never talk about it. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. I just stopped that series actually. So yeah, I think, uh, have you ever, you know, worked with someone with a true crime or uh, anything? Not at all. No, I've done some narrative podcasts, which are really fun, uh, which is similar. Yeah. Um, but I think true crime is even like niched into the, into the narrative podcast. It's yeah. even more, it's a very like it's investigative. So it's, 
sort of takes the place of some of these Netflix documentaries mm. for people and it's less uh, time consuming. It doesn't take up their, their, their eyes and their attention that way. So I think that there's a very specific draw to it. Like what you're, like what you're saying to that, but narrative podcasts as a bigger genre is also an interesting, an interesting thing mm -hmm. to get into, but that's art. That really takes, yeah. that's hard to, to create, hard to edit. So it takes a lot of time. Right. Exactly, because I had one guest uh, way back. His name is called Nikhil Murali, I think. So uh, I had he's kind of an award-winning podcaster, uh, you know, with Spotify and everything. So he was mentioning that he had a full-time job and he was editing for like seven hours in his own studio uh, every single day. I was like, oh my god! I mean, how would someone? You know, that's a much of dedication to create that sort of podcast, right? I mean, that was pretty, wow, pretty huge actually. <laughs> wow. So I think the genre stuff, yeah, but. Uh, okay, let me just phrase it like this. If you were to start, uh, you know, at age of 18, you know, where everyone is so high about podcasting, which genre would you think would start? Any specific genre? No, no beating on the words. No, you shouldn't answer as a podcaster. It's like complete newbie. It's it like, <laughs> yeah, it's so hard. I, I don't know what you would... If an 18 year old came to me and said, which, which genre should I start? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, would, would you tell them to start one? That's, that's my first question. Because <laughs> um, cause I'm really into the strategy. Like if you don't have a strategy, yeah. you're going you're gonna to blow out. Okay, so I'm trying to refine it. So if an 18 year old came to me and said, you know, I want to put up one a month, low, low churn, um, I think he should pick something he's passionate about. So if it's culture, sports, and uh, and start that way, start start figuring it out. Because as you know, also there's a lot of figuring out when it comes to podcasting. So start with something, start with a genre, and you'll uh, you'll eventually find what people enjoy you you what people enjoy you for, and and what they yeah. want to come to you for, and you'll uh, you'll be able to find a specific genre. Yeah, it's not such a great answer, but. I'm not so genre specific. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. Interesting. I'm going to go look back at that LinkedIn post now and see uh, all the fire. <laughs> I'll that. tag you there. I'm gonna, trust me, man. I will tag you there right away. You can definitely check that. But yeah, I mean, I think for me, I would definitely, even now I'm thinking of starting the fashion model podcast. I don't know. I, I was really interested in that. Um, I don't know. Mainly for the listenership. <laughs> you know, I might not be a, a, just an experimental phase, but yeah, let's see on how that goes. <laughs> Fashion podcast is cool. Yeah. They, like you also have to think about like how you're going to monetize this. Like, yeah. Are you going to sell this podcast to, to, to fashion or are you going to sell it to designers? Like, what are you, what's your unique proposition here that you're going to eventually monetize? Cause that, that could help you also yeah. give you energy to continue. Exactly. I think that's something it's pretty hard to think about. <laughs> Great. So you know, Aaron, I think uh, one main concept we definitely have to talk about is, I think everyone is talking about, it's kind of annoying, but still, I think, you know, as a podcaster, I don't think a lot of talks have been gone into this. It's this artificial intelligence. So I'm actually working in a company uh, in the AI and blockchain. So that's like kind of a core service. And I have, a, I have a previous lot of experience with this. But with the podcasting, there's already a lot of tools out there, like transcription, Descript, everything is there. But what do you think you know, that would be some new stuff would be coming on or, you know, anything that you have seen new that people haven't seen around so far regarding AI and podcasting. That's a great question. I think that, um, yeah, so I use 
obviously, you know, Descript is a, a really easy tool to collaborate and to edit. Um, Adobe just put out a product very similar. Yeah. Um, Adobe for podcasters, I think. And uh, Libsyn just has has also some stuff within their uh, within their hosting platform. So you use it whether or not you you realize it. You know, people are yeah. like, oh, Descript's AI. Yeah, Descript was initially put out as like this AI uh, cloning your voice kind of idea. So that definitely, <laughs> it's definitely AI. And the future of it, I think is, it's going to be interesting to see where this, this voice cloning goes or where this, where the voice is, because I think that there's, there, there's something really different. I think about this a lot when I spoke about also earlier before about scripting and still getting out your authentic voice. I think that the written word and the spoken word are very different. And then mm. when you write a script and then you're going to have the AI speak it, it's really just speaking the written word. Yeah. Um, it's similar to the difference we have between audiobooks and podcasts, uh, which is yeah. an interesting point because they're not the same, but they're, but when you explain it to your grandmother, it's always recordings of people reading or talking, you know, Okay, so what's the difference? It's all the same, but it's not. When you're experiencing it, it's very different listening to the written word or listening to the expression of someone's mind. Mm -hmm. Like the raw, raw expression of their mind and um, and of themselves. And so I think that that, as good as AI is going to get, it's going to be interesting that it's always going to be more, I think, on the lines of an audio book mm -hmm. than real expression. I do not think that it's going to, you're going to be able to especially now it's, it's, I don't, I haven't seen anything that's at this amazing level. It's true that with the, you know, uh, with, with mid journey, the pictures are incredible and you could really get granular with that stuff and make it awesome. And then you have the videos as well. You can take those pictures and make videos out of them. And, but I think the voice and cloning a voice is something so human, um, mm -hmm. something so real that it's going to be, it's going to get better and better and better, but it will always, if, I think that it'll always be prompted by, by script and by text. Yeah. And then you're always going to miss that raw human expression. I think that's why podcasting and that's why people are awesome is because they have that, yeah. that expression and they're able to connect uh, two humans to another through this, through the spoken word. And, uh, and I don't think AI will be able to take that over completely. Yeah. You know, interesting by then you mentioned about this audio books, because uh, I heard this one audiobook, just one. And the moment I heard two lines of it, I'm like, what? <laughs> it's, it's it's actually a romantic novel or whatever. So something leading to that. I was like, well, why would someone, why would, you know, this voice would be like this? I don't know if this is for this, all the you know, audiobooks, but I think there was this major robotic voice, but uh, it's understandable. I don't think, you know, someone can read 300 or 500 pages in the same tone over and over again. For like you know, massive number of places. Have you listened to any audiobooks? I've listened to audiobooks. Yeah, I um, I actually binged all of the Malcolm Gladwell books. Uh, you know, you got to review those every once in a while. So, hmm. I've uh, I actually reviewed those all on uh, on audiobooks, and those are those are incredible and 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 well read. It's that's not AI. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I think it depends on. I think what I read is actually AI. Because I have this Audible membership, I want to redeem. I have a coupon or something, but I really didn't want to do it after seeing that, you know, audio. So I think, yeah, I think I give it a try uh, with some other books, and let's see how that goes.
I was um I was approached by somebody recently that they had this they had this whole system in their AI to basically curate all of the news so that you you type in and you put in prompts for mm. all these very specific news articles. It scours the internet every day for those articles and then reads them off in a podcast. Hmm. Um, so each day the listener can get a curated, they can create the prompts and they can get a curated podcast based on those, um, those specific ideas, which is incredible. And it's yeah. so, it's so specific and it's awesome. But, uh, after a few listens, I just, I lost it because it is AI and it's, it, it's just, it's artificial. It's mechanical. Yeah. It's not, uh, robotic as you said it's not the same but that's going to get better and then then i'm going to have to it gets better by the day i'm sure exactly and i think with the ai uh just to one point i want to add to the podcasters who are listening because you know when this chat gpt and all the all the ai tools came in uh a lot of business owners even uh that's one of the hurtful things i've seen is that on instagram uh not on not much on linkedin but on Instagram saying that this chat GPT will ruin your business, will ruin your life. You're a content writer. You will be, you know, screwed. And then they were like talking a lot of things. I mean, it's understandable that, uh, you know, when the RPA came, uh, automation came, these things came, everyone said that, you know, the job of the IT people will be gone. But just imagine now how much IT people are. I mean, layoffs happening for some other reason, but not exactly this. But, um, you know, these people are always saying that, uh, like hype, you know, how to say it? this hyping i think in podcasting the ai stuff is not that much into it yet and even if that is i think it will still be used as a tool by the podcasters rather than you know life ending things i think that's one point i want to add to this here yeah that's a great point yeah awesome so uh just before going to the final section i said morning or evening there we're evening evening okay so this is always a question i asked uh i guess out of the box um, who was actually the last person that you made smile today? Um, my kids, my ah. kids, I came out, I came out from my office at home and, uh, and I like to give everyone hugs. And so I was just thinking if they smiled, sometimes I give the hug even <laughs> if they don't smile or they're crying, but, uh, but they did, they smiled and that's, a. That always gets me back in the office happy. Interesting. That's awesome. That's awesome. Great. So uh, just coming out of the final uh, section of the podcast. And uh, so we have already, I think, crossed COVID. I know after two years went. Uh, but 2022 has been a major concept for a lot of people with, you know, regarding layoffs or whatever and everything is going on. Uh, what do you think has changed in the podcasting industry last year? And, uh, you know, what do you think that might come in this 2023? Do we have any insights on that? Yeah, I think so much stuff is going to, everything's moving on to podcasts. I think it's a great, um, like breeding ground for new ideas. People are going to be doing, you know, 10, 10 part series on, uh, for narrative podcasts. And those are going to become movies or, or TV shows at this point. There are no movies, but, uh, um, you know, things are, it's going to be a breeding ground. It's going to be a place for conversations. Mm -hmm. So I think podcasting is, uh, is, is on it's it's definitely up uh even though we've seen like we mentioned the shows going down but i yeah. think that as a whole the industry is is going up sponsorships for indie podcasters and for smaller um influencers if you if you will uh in podcasting 
But I think that the the main thing is the thing I mentioned earlier was strategy. People are going to have real strategy, uh, promotion strategy, content strategy, engagement strategies when it comes to their podcasts. And we're going to see a lot more. You're going to get a lot more emails of like, you know, I have this podcast. It's going to be much more specific. It's not just going to be random. Uh, can you guess? Cause you're good at this. It's going to be, you're part of my strategy. You're part of uh, how I'm going to grow this show. So I think that the overall and very specific strategies are going to, we're going to see a lot of that this year. Awesome. And you know, just to add to that point, I think um, this uh, Bitcoin stuff, you know, I think one of the things that I've added there is that uh, since I'm working in this blockchain space, uh, I haven't seen much of, how to say, uh, this intrusion in, you know, blockchain everything in podcasting. But I think the invention of NFTs and all the other platforms, I think that might enter podcasting, but it won't be called as an NFT, it might be something else. I think people will use that. Like technology. for clips, like if you, if you use you can create like NFTs out of clips or just pictures yeah. or stills or. Exactly. Um, so basically uh, not just that. So I recently saw this uh, social media examiner. I think you must have heard of them. So they released uh, an NFT and they said that if you mint this NFT, you will get web three news uh, as emails. So I minted that and I'm getting like web three news every single day from them. So this Michael Sesson guy, he does everything literally to be honest. So, uh, Kind of like that. If you're a podcaster, you know, imagine that if you've listened to let's say five episodes and if you mint this NFT, that means you're the you have done this. So we'll give you a reward. So I think in that way it might Interesting. go more based. Gamifying yeah. podcasting a bit. Yeah. Exactly. Because uh, I think it might come because right now people are more interested to listen to podcasts while driving or working out. They don't actively engaging. But there are a lot of micro podcasts popping up every single day, I think. 10 minutes or 15 minutes of news or whatever it is uh, in that way. Maybe. Yeah. I think it would be pretty interesting. Cool. Yeah. Like we see like uh, Spotify put the Q and a on, yeah. um, on some of their, I, I don't know, some, maybe some countries they have this, mm. like you can start engaging with creators on, on the actual platform on the yeah. actual. So that's also maybe. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, let's see how that goes. So, uh, Aaron, thank you so much, you know, for hopping onto the show. And so now, right now, tables turned. Is there anything else that you want to ask me? Um, yeah. Okay. How do you, um, yeah, sorry. I, see, as a podcaster, I just know, also, I know the work I'm giving you now to, to edit this. <laughs> yeah. Like, please don't ask a test question. <laughs> but I do like, like there's certain things you know how to do. Like I'll make the editing easier for you. You stop, you pause, you know, you give that break. So you know how to, you know where it begins and ends. You don't have to sit there and granular and find between two ums where my question starts. Um, what is, what is your favorite podcast trend that you see um, from your vantage point, from where you are? I think you have a very interesting relationship with just this overall podcast industry and I'm, I'm curious to hear where what a trend is that you see happening that that you think is uh cool amazing and is going to go far yeah so one thing i've seen recently is that uh for new podcasters at least if they are starting up if they just do audio episodes or they just put uh 
audio episode in weed or you know in wave or something and then edit it and put it on instagram that's just not going to be enough so you have to be very specific so one thing i'm trying right now is that uh i'm taking a piece of my uh, particular clip and then i'm putting it on medium and you know so that's basically like a question and an answer so let's say for example the question is what are virtual tools for and i have a specific answer uh you know answered by an expert no bluff no top to bottom skyscraper content straightforward answer what is that how much does it cost so i think that's one thing i'm listening in podcasting in recent days is that if you ask a question you need an answer i think that's what people because i think the chat gpt blow up because you know with google you have to go through a lot of stuff you need to understand what is happening but imagine if you search something and someone is talking to you in a podcast manner then just like that in each medium right now i'm testing it in a you know blog side of way so probably i think this micro kind of question answer please don't beat it on the bush saying a lot of things from top to bottom uh, for seo sake i think that's a trend i'm uh, maybe i'm myself trying to create <laughs> i don't know but uh, yeah that's something i'm really looking forward to it just q and a please don't talk too much uh, i mean if it's a if that's a podcast then it's fine there are people for it but there's a huge mass audience who wants just a q and a answer so yeah maybe that's awesome awesome i'm happy i asked that that's a great that's a great answer awesome so yeah thanks aaron again uh, for asking that is a super question and then uh, for being on the show uh, if people want to find you and you know your services uh, please let me know then i can put them on the links yeah linkedin that's my uh, that's my baby now find me on linkedin um you can get tools tips uh talk to me engage with me it's a uh, it's a fun place awesome so guys i'll definitely link uh, you know all of those things in the description below you can go and check them out and uh, and again aaron thank you so much for hopping also thank you so much for you know how to say starting up the season 9 it's uh, so great and uh, i love you for that and uh, yeah i'm sorry if i spoke too fast <laughs> i know that's a thing always <laughs> but Yeah so guys until next time Jeffrey signing off we'll see you in the next episode